Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. 1 Samuel 15, 2 through 34. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way while he was coming up from Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and utterly destroy all that he has and do not spare him. But put to death both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Then Saul summoned the people and numbered them in Telaim, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. Saul came to the city of Amalek and set an ambush in the valley. Saul said to the Kenites, go depart, go down from among the Amalekites so that I do not destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the sons of Israel when they came up from Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. So Saul defeated the Amalekites from Havilah as you go to Shur, which is east of Egypt. He captured Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Paul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good and were not willing to destroy them utterly, but everything despised and worthless they had utterly destroyed. Samuel rebukes Saul. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned back from following me and has not carried out my commands. And Samuel was distressed and cried out to the Lord all night. Samuel rose early in the morning to meet Saul, and it it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up a monument for himself, then turned and proceeded on down to Gilgal. Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said to him, Blessed are you of the Lord. I have carried out the command of the Lord. But Samuel said, What then is this bleeding of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of oxen which I hear? Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites. And For the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God, but the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said to Saul, Wait, and let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, Speak. Samuel said, Is it not true, though, that you were little in your own eyes and were made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed you king over Israel? And the Lord sent you on a mission and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are exterminated. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but rushed upon the spoil and did what was evil in the sight of the Lord? Then Saul said to Samuel, 
I did obey the voice of the Lord and went on the mission in which the Lord sent me and have brought back Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took some of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the choicest of the things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice to the Lord your God at Gilgal. Samuel said, Has the Lord as much delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and insubordination is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you from being king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned. I have indeed transgressed the command of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and listened to their voice. Now, therefore, please pardon my sin and return with me that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned to go, Saul seized the edge of his robe and tore, and it tore. So Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today and has given it to your neighbor who is better than you. Also, the glory of Israel will not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. Then he said, I have sinned, but please honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel and go back with me that I may worship the Lord your God. So Samuel went back following Saul and Saul worshiped the Lord. Then Samuel said, bring me Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came to him cheerfully. And Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. But Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so shall your mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, but Saul went up to his house in Gibeah of Saul. Matthew six fourteen through 29 For if you forgive others for their transgressions, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. Fasting, the true treasure, wealth, and mammon. Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Truly I say to you, they have their reward in full. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that your fasting will not be noticed by men, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Cure for Anxiety for this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. 
that they do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. With these scriptures, starting in Matthew, one of the things I want to point out is it says, of course, that you cannot serve both God and, in some translations, it says wealth. But the actual translation, it's mammon. It's mammon, which is a spirit. It is a spirit, and that spirit is really, it's a form of idolatry. But it's that spirit of mammon is a wickedness of making self, self more important. So the actual spirit itself is focused on uh, material possessions, and therefore that's why they translated it into wealth. But it has nothing to do with the fact that you can't have God and also have money. That's not true. But what it is saying is you can't serve both God as well as the money. You need only one of them can be your true master. You need to understand who the source is. And obedience should be to that source rather than the other one. In fact, God says that if you if you were to seek after money, you would lose it all. But if you seek after God, you gain every bit of it. And if you continued on in Matthew 6, you get to one of my favorite. I love the fact when he says, do not worry about your life in 25. But then Jesus goes on to say, but seek his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you. It's about seeking God first, putting God first, making sure that God and obedience to God is the primary thing that we do. Now, going back to Samuel, that's exactly where Saul messed up. And the worst thing is, um, many times whenever we sin, there's a family of sin. There's a whole group of sin that comes together. And, and for Saul, it was simple. First, disobedience. He disobeyed God, but it was out of greed. He was sitting here and wanted to save things for himself. He saved the the best of the oxen and the best of the sheep. And then he also saved, saved the life of the king. The king, so that, so that he could have the honor of killing him? That makes no sense. God said to wipe them all out. He didn't say spare any of them. In fact, he said just the opposite. He said, do not spare any of them. But Saul did. And then what happened next? God asked him, or Samuel asked him first, and he immediately blamed the people. He said, it was the people. The people did it. No, Saul, you did it. You did it. You directed the people to do it. Stop blaming other people. And then he's asked again about it. And he again pointed out, well, but I did. I did what I was supposed to do. Except I saved the king. So he kind of admitted to that one. Because I wanted to save the king as a sacrifice. But the people saved all the other things. They wanted to make a sacrifice too. So he's blaming, but then he's also lying. He's flat out lying. That wasn't what happened. We just read it. Maybe he should have read before he started giving excuses. Sorry, that was a little um, light relief there and joking. But still, Samuel asked him, he lied. 
Samuel told him, this is what God said. Please do this. In fact, he didn't even say please, he said do this. And Saul did what he wanted. He was serving mammon rather than serving God. And therefore, he got everything that he was going to have. There was no more riches or no more blessing for him. What he saved was it. But because of his disobedience, he also gets the consequence. And the consequence was, since you disobeyed God and you've turned your back on God, he's pretty much cutting him you off as king. And he's turning his back on you. Or said another way, God had his hand of protection over you. God had his hand. He didn't choose you. The people chose you. And he was honoring that and had his hand over you. But as soon as you did something against God and disobeyed God, he removed his hand. But Father, I pray that we can be obedient to you, that we couldn't do things by our own personal desires or by seeking after mammon, that we would do it in pursuit of you as you are our master, you are our king, you are our creator, and everything that comes to us comes from you. Thank you for those blessings. Um, allow us to never lose sight of the true source of everything that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at Win Big Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.